What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're back. Another weekend in the books. We begin a new week. Hope everyone enjoyed the weekend of baseball. And with a week in the books, let's go over who took home the weekly league honors. So our players of the week in the American League and the National League. In the AL, it's the big man, Jordan Alvarez of the Houston Astros. In the National League, it's Brendan Rodgers. So both of these guys welcome June with a week to remember. Alvarez signed a six-year, $115 million contract extension on Friday, and he mashed his way through this whole week of games, slashing 565. That was his batting average for the week. 565 with a 630 on base, a 1217 slugging. So his OPS for the week was 1847 in six games with four homers and eight RBIs. Jordan Alvarez did his thing. I mean, he started the week with a two-homer game against the A's on May 30th. And he had three RBIs against them on Wednesday. And then he celebrated his extension with a home run on Friday and finished the week with a home run and a triple on Sunday over the Royals. So Big time stuff from Jordan. He is the second Houston Astro to win Player of the Week this year, joining Alex Bregman back in April. In the NL, we have Brendan Rogers, B Rod. So this is part of this is part of a month long resurgence for him. So he batted less than a hundred. His batting average is below hundred through April, and since then he's looked like a different hitter since the calendar turned to May. But with that being said, this past week was the best stretch of Rodgers' career, with the highlight coming in the second game of the Rockies' doubleheader on Wednesday, where he mashed a career-high three home runs. And his final homer was in the form of a two-run walk-off bomb. So across the week, B-Rod batted three forty-five with four homers, seven ribbies, four walks, and two doubles. And yeah, so since May 1st, obviously since the calendar's turned to May, He's slashing 344 with a 945 slugging, six homers, and 25 RBIs. So this is his first career player of the week win. He's the first Rockies player to get this award since CJ Crone did last August. So shout out to B-Rod, Brandon Rogers, doing his thing, turning his season around. In other news, the Mets have done their thing. They have claimed the National League's best record. You know, so they were playing the Dodgers this weekend and they got a 5-4 victory in 10 innings in Dodger Stadium. And this was a big victory puts them on top of the National League leaderboard as far as record right now. This is their best re- I mean, this is the best record in the National League. They had a comeback win over LA. They're really doing their thing. You know, going into the weekend, I, I highlighted the series. I think a lot of people circled it saying like, you know, watch these two teams. This is where we see how good, how good are the Mets really? And they've proven that they are. I mean, if, if you're, if you're playing with the Dodgers, if you're able to beat the Dodgers, you know, a couple times here and there and hold your own in a series, come out of that series with the best record in the National League, then you deserve it. You deserve it because we know the Dodgers are proven. The question people are wondering is, are the Mets proven? Because they have, a lot of injuries, and the question is, will they be able to sustain their hot start now that guys like 
Max Scherzer haven't put on the injured list, for example. You know, they demoted Dom Smith, you know. But for the most part, the main suspects, Pete Alonso is hitting. You know, Edwin Diaz actually been pretty darn good at the back of the pen. They have been getting great contributions from Brandon Nimmo. Lindor has been way better this year. So the Mets are chilling. They're doing good stuff. And they, they continue to get guys to step up. Guys who are not the big name pitchers. But, for example, Trevor Williams pitched on Sunday and he was very good. And the bullpen was great behind him. Except Seth Lugo blowing that save up. Except for that, you know, Edwin Diaz has been good. Medina, etc., etc. So, the Mets improved to 37-19 and 19 on the year. That is a very good record. I think, you know, this is things are shaped up to be very successful f- for them. They will continue to play on Monday night in San Diego. So we'll stay out on the West Coast. I want to head to Oakland where the Red Sox took on the Athletics. And the Red Sox beat Oakland by a score of 5-2. And this brings Boston up to 500 on the year. They're 27-27. and That is their record. And, you know, this is interesting because just a couple weeks ago, a lot of people were digging Boston's grave because they had a really, really bad start to the season. But now their numbers are looking pretty decent. They're, you know, they're four games out of a... They actually, if the playoffs started today, they would have the third wild card. But, you know, they're four games out of uh, the top wild card, I believe. But they, if the playoffs started today, they'd be in, which is pretty crazy considering what what things looked like just a few weeks ago. But, you know, Franchi Cordero stayed hot. Rafael Devers did his thing. Homer was part of a two-for-three day. Rich Hill was on the bump for Boston. Six innings, one earned run as they beat up on the Oakland A's. So Boston is at 500. they They're going to look to keep it going. They play the Angels, staying out on the West Coast on Monday night. And the Angels are going in the wrong direction. Angels have lost 11 straight games. They're looking to snap out of that funk. And that's going to be something to keep an eye on for sure. Because, I mean, they, they once had a, a hold of the top of the AL West very early in the season. But now, obviously, things have changed. What is going on in Anaheim? I don't know. They're just coming down to earth. I think it's fair to say that. So it will be Michael Walker versus Noah Syndergaard on the bump in Anaheim. Speaking of the Angels, how did they lose their most recent game? Well, they lost it to the Phillies on Sunday. Bryson Stott. Three-run walk-off home run for the Philadelphia Phillies. And the Phillies continue their post-Joe Girardi surge. Since they fired Joe Girardi a couple days ago, they've been playing very well. They've been winning games. I don't know if that's exactly the reason why, but something to note for sure. Bryce Harper continues his torrid season. Two for four, four RBIs, a home run, and a double for Bryce Harper. And then Bryson Stott, the rookie, would, would send everyone home with a home run in the bottom of the ninth with two on and two out. So great stuff for him. And there was a quote, like Bryce Harper was talking about it after the game. They asked him, you know, about Bryson Stott's walk-off home run. And maybe Bryce was taking a little bit of a shade at Joe Girardi. He was saying that, hey, you know, Bryson's a great player. And he's come up all through his whole life in high school, college, the minor leagues playing. He needs to play. He needs to get playing time. That's basically what Bryce Harper said. You know, could it have been a dig at the fact that Joe Girardi never let the rookie get comfortable? And that's that, that that's maybe what Bryson Stott needs because he's one of the Phillies' top prospects. And we saw, you know, a big hit like that is definitely gonna is definitely gonna boost his confidence. Confidence, absolutely. So, 
Great stuff for the 24-year-old shortstop for the Philadelphia Phillies. In other news, in other news, moving out to Texas, where the Seattle Mariners beat the Rangers 6-5. I want to talk about the Mariners a little bit. Specifically, I want to talk about Julio Rodriguez. So I saw over the weekend that Julio is leading Major League Baseball in stolen stolen bases. So he got off to a bit of a slow start the first couple of weeks, but he has been on fire. And I think this is, I mean, we sang his praises coming out of spring training. I was saying, you know, this is, I looked at the, the scouting report. I said, this is a set of tools. It's the power-speed combo. Julio has top-scale power and top-scale speed, and we are seeing it now, and he's putting it together. Obviously, he strikes out quite a bit. He stri- strikes out a lot, but his numbers are looking very good right now. Overall, you know, his season numbers, everything considered, even with the slow start, he's hitting 274 with a 748 OPS, but he has 17 steals. He leads Major League Baseball in stolen bases, and, and he's doing it as a rookie. He's batting in the three-hole for these guys. He's gonna. He's here to stay in that outfield. Jared Kelnick is back down in AAA, and you know, it seems like if Kelnick does get the call back up at some point, he's definitely not going to be supplanting Julio Rodriguez. And Julio has has uh, played his way into an everyday job, so he's he's looking really good. I want to talk about that, but yeah, he was two for four in this game and doing his thing. But another stolen base for Julio leading the major leagues. Six five Mariners win over the Rangers in Arlington, in Arlington, by the way. So that is where we stand for now. Just a little bit of a a recap of, you know, some of these games. Not a full slate for Monday night. There are actually only a handful of teams, a handful of games going on, only six games on Monday night. You have the D-backs and Reds, Rangers and Guardians, Mariners and Astros. Blue Jays, Royals, Red Sox, Angels, and Mets, Padres. But there are some good matchups there, like I mentioned already. For example, that Mets-Padres series, that, that looks that looks like a good matchup. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that West Coast game. And uh, you got some, some good teams going at it. So that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.